Hi friends, so this week I want to talk about jealousy and not just jealousy in relationships, jealousy in friendships too because I used to be and still am one of the most jealous motherfuckers you can find. <laughs> so first I want to deconstruct everybody's view of jealousy because everybody just writes it off like it's bad and it's like toxic if you're jealous but we're going to go into that shit, I'm going to deconstruct it and then I'm going to give you my tips for dealing with jealousy. And like I said, with friendships and relationships because when I'm in a relationship, I don't want you looking at nobody but me talking to nobody but me, thinking to nobody but me, and if I'm friends with you, I don't want you having no other friends but me. And when I say we gotta go into it, we're gonna go into it, because I understand this is not like a healthy way to be, but it does not negate the way that I feel. Like I'm fully aware of the proper way and the healthy way of having a relationship or having a friendship, but motherfucker, my feelings say otherwise. So I'm going to break all this down and teach you how I truly deal with it. Because this is the shit that I could not find online when I was looking for it. And this is what's helped me the most. So here we go. So the biggest thing I realized about jealousy is you're not just jealous for no reason. It doesn't mean you're crazy and it doesn't mean you're immature and it doesn't mean you're toxic. The way that you respond to when you feel jealous makes you toxic or not. But we're going to get into that. But the biggest thing to realize about jealousy is you're not fucking crazy for it. It's not just this feeling that comes out of nowhere. What's really going on when you feel jealous is you've perceived a threat to your connection with someone or your closeness to someone. And that alone will give you a lot of explanation to why you feel the way that you do. Because it does not feel good to feel jealous. But it's not just jealousy. You're perceiving a threat to your connection with someone. You're perceiving a threat to your closeness. You're perceiving a threat to your security and your attachment with someone. So of course you're going to have a fucking emotional reaction to that. Anyone would. And anyone who says they don't is a fucking liar. They might not label it as jealousy, but everybody gets that anxious and that like anger, aggressive, the scared, the fear. It's like your fight or flight mode kicks on when something could potentially fuck up what you have going on with someone. Whether it's a friendship or a relationship, people that claim not to be jealous, I don't believe them. I don't believe him for two fucking seconds because it's not just feeling jealous. It's not like that's mine. It's not a sense of territorial and like you can't touch it. Oh, I just don't get jealous. It's like people that say they don't get jealous feel very secure in their attachment with someone and they don't feel like there's a threat. But if they felt like there was a threat, they would feel jealous. Does that make sense? So the people that are the most like not jealous are the ones that feel the most secure in their attachment with someone. That's something I'm still learning to navigate. <laughs> and typically people with abandonment issues or insecurities are the ones who are going to feel like there are constant attacks and threats to their sense of connection. Because the more I've gotten confident in myself and the more that I've built my self-esteem, the less jealous I feel because I understand my attachment to people and I get it deeper. But for so long, like when I was insecure and I couldn't like fathom like why people would like me, that shit, ooh, I was jealous like a motherfucker. Like if you looked at someone I was with, I was probably in your face in like two seconds. Like I used to be very, very like aggressive and mean and like territorial. I always would call it territorial, but it was just me trying to protect my sense of connection with someone. It's like I was aggressive over it because I was so fucking worried about it. And that's where I talk about the way you react makes you toxic or not. Because when I used to react aggressively, like that would make me seem toxic and it was a toxic cycle about like people I like and care about talking to other people and being around other people. Like I'm still very sensitive to disrespect. If something is disrespectful, I'm fucking reacting off of that. But when you feel a sense of jealousy, you feel a threat 
to your connection with someone. I'm going to keep saying those things together because that's what's truly fucking going on. If you all of a sudden start lashing out over the way that you're feeling, you're going to seem like an asshole, you're going to seem toxic, and you're going to seem irrational. But bringing up the irrational part, I have to go into that too. Things are going to seem so irrational to other people. Like other people are not going to understand why you feel the way that you do. Like if you're the type that's like overly jealous and you're very insecure in your attachment with people, you can understand why you feel the way that you do. But to other people, they're not going to be able to grasp why you're having such a strong emotional reaction to a little situation. So other people are not really going to get it. But that's why I say... Don't just let someone write you off as jealous. Like, say what the fuck it is. I feel insecure in my attachment with you. That's going to make it seem a lot more human and understandable to other people. They're not just going to be like, oh, you're just being irrational. You're crazy. You're psycho. No, motherfucker. I'm hurt. I'm scared. You go at someone with two different energies. When you go at someone and just like, oh, you're jealous. You're toxic versus I'm unstable in my connection with you. I'm, fe- I'm fearful of losing you or I'm fearful of someone taking you away. That's two different reactions you're going to get based off how you communicate the way that you're feeling. But my big point was saying other people are going to think you're irrational. If you feel unstable in a connection and they don't, they're not going to understand why you feel the way that you do and feel so strongly. Like you're, you're in a disconnect. Like they feel secure, you don't. So when you have a reaction, when you perceive a threat to the connection, they're not going to understand why you feel so strongly because they don't feel it. But Anyone in your fucking shoes that feels unstable in their connection with someone, if there's a perceived threat to it, they will feel the exact way that you do too. People need to get a fucking better understanding of this shit. That's why I'm making this podcast episode. But I still deal with these feelings. I still deal with feeling jealous all the time, but I no longer call it being jealous. Like I said, I re-fucking worded it into like, okay, I feel unstable in my connection with someone. I've just learned to respond differently. So used to, I would just like lash out at the situation, but now I'm able to look at, was there a situation that happened that was disrespectful or is my emotional reaction like irrational in this situation? Like look at it logically because you can feel things and they seem normal. But if you look at the situation logically, did this thing cause this big of a reaction in me? Does it make sense that I'm this emotional over this one little thing? Like my friend talking to somebody else and getting along with someone else. Does it make logical sense for me to feel like anger, rage, like shake and like be so upset about it? Does it make sense? No, it makes no logical sense. So the way that I have to go about comforting myself is like I said, when you feel jealous, you're insecure in your attachment with someone. So you have to do things and comfort yourself in a way where you show yourself and feel more connected and secure in being like attached to a person. And the main way you have to do that is look at how the person is attached to you. All you see when you're insecure is how you're attached to other people. You don't see how they're attached to you too. And that'll lead you to a lot of like isolation and insecurity and feeling all this fucking shit. But I'm going to open you up to that world because that's one I didn't see for a long time was look at how someone could be attached to you and could want you and how their life would be impacted by losing you. Look at how they're fucking attached to you too because you see how you're attached to them and it feels so scary and you're so anxious about it because you're not seeing the flip side. You see how attached you are to them. You're not seeing how attached they are to you. And I promise you they are. And another big fear I used to have is like, I was scared people wouldn't value me enough to prioritize keeping their connection with me. Like if something better came along, they would just like go for that and discard me. 
So that's what I'm saying. You have to reassure yourself first and see all of this first. Like they don't have to be included on this part. Now, if you do everything I say in this episode and you don't feel more secure in your attachment with someone, go to them and talk through it with them and they'll be able to reassure you and make you feel better. You need to learn to reassure yourself first. If you go to someone every time you feel fucking insecure, jealous, whatever it is, they're going to get fed the fuck up and they're going to get tired of it. So the biggest thing is learning to comfort yourself because... I used to not be able to do that. I didn't know how to do it. So that's what I'm here to share. So the ways that I comfort myself, the first thing I look at with the person is like I understand, okay, if this situation was not one of disrespect, I'm just thinking irrationally and I'm just feeling like incongruent to what's happening. The first thing I do to make myself feel closer and more secure in my attachment with someone is to ask myself, what needs do I meet for them? Because that'll make me see how I'm hard to just dispose of. The next question I ask myself is what would their life look like without me in it? Like this is really just a practice of seeing your own value and recognizing how other people appreciate you and why they would want you in their life. Like you have to see that first. So I also ask like how am I valuable to them? Like what about me makes me valuable to them? And another way that I do this, if I can't think of anything, I will ask myself like if I had someone like me in my life, why would I be scared to lose them? If I was friends with me or I was dating someone just like me, what would be so scary about losing that person? Because that's gonna reflect you all the value you have. And it's gonna reflect you how much they appreciate you, which will make you feel more secure in your relationship or attachment with them. Another thing I really like to do is ask people around me. So like, I'm very close with my sister and she will give me the honest fucking truth like good and bad. So I always go to her for shit like this because she'll reflect me the truth. I'll ask her about like my connection with people and she's very good at reassuring me that they're, they'd be stupid not to fucking wanna like be friends with me, basically, or love me. <laughs> but talk to other people around you because they'll be able to voice things about you that they're attached to that you might not be thinking of that you can apply to your situation. It will make you feel more attached to the people you talk to One, because you see how they're attached to you. And two, it will help you see shit you weren't seeing about the person you're worried about. So talking to other people around you that you trust and care about and will be honest with you is fucking huge. And I love that. So the last thing I kind of ask myself and do, if a situation makes me feel really jealous. So I'll look at, did the person do anything? Like I analyzed if it's disrespectful or not. If they're not being disrespectful, okay, what's the situation? What's gone on? Did they do anything? And then I'll look at, have they pulled back from me or like distanced themselves in any way? Like even before that, like have they been acting different? Like try and spot changes in behavior and see if something's going on with them. And could anything else be going on in their life? Are they dealing with certain shit that caused them to act different toward you? Like certain people when they're too mentally preoccupied with something or they're dealing with a hard time, they're not going to be able to be as attentive to you. So you have to cut people slack. So my point with bringing this up is to basically see if there's anything else going on with their behavior towards you because that might be a signal something's going on with them. They might be dealing with something. They might be going through something. They might be feeling something and you might need to check in on them. Don't make their change in behavior mean anything about you. Like you're going to have that hit of like feeling anxious that like something's wrong. But something might just be going on with them. They just might be dealing with something. So if you can look at their behavior and it's not been like different in a bad way toward you, like they're not pulling away from you personally, they might just be dealing with some shit, check in on them, ask what's going on. Just be like, hey, I've been feeling like something's up. I wanted to check in on you. People love to be checked in on. I fucking love when my friends check on me. 
Like, thank you so much. <laughs> like, thank you for being concerned. But that's a really big thing that I like to do is you have to analyze, like, are you the problem? Are you not? If you're not, check in on them because it might just be a signal that something's going on with them and they might need comfort. They might need support. And that being there for them, recognizing when they need comfort and then giving it to them will make them feel more attached to you. Trust me. Okay, so now I'm going to give you a personal story or situation <laughs> about when my emotional reactions are very irrational and they don't make fucking sense. So if a situation happens and what happened does not match the amount that you feel, like if it seems like a small situation and your emotional reaction is like way fucking overboard, nothing is ever an overreaction. There's something deeper going on. And I'm going to say that again. Nothing is ever an overreaction if someone is upset. They are reacting accordingly to what they're feeling. Now, a certain situation might have just triggered something they are not aware of. So it might just be like a little messenger of like an unhealed aspect or unhealed emotions and shit you haven't processed yet. And I'm gonna give you my fucking example of this. Oh God. My biggest heartbreaks and like the only real time I've truly felt heartbroken is from family members and friends. That's where the deepest shit hits. Like, sure, like you have a little heartbreak when you're going through a relationship, but my deepest heartbreaks have been from my family. And that's a fucking topic for another day. But this situation, I have to give you kind of like a rundown and you're going to get to know something about me that I'm hesitant to share, but I fucking need to. It proves the point. Okay. So when I was younger, my mom was dating a guy named Josh and he is such a key element to who I am and why I am the way that I am. Now, I will do a full podcast episode about my experience with him because he literally fucked me up. Like extreme levels of like physical abuse, torture, psychological abuse, shit like that. That literally shaped me into who I am. A big part of it. <laughs> but Josh got me into lifting, like weightlifting. So when I was like 14, I started P90X and I started like doing my little fitness shit. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I started like getting into shape, like trying to, cause I was like chubby and I was just doing like little P90X shit at home cause I was too embarrassed to go to a gym. But when my mom started dating Josh, me and my mom started talking again. And then Josh kind of like took me under his wing and like forced me to go to the gym with him. He's like, come on fucker, you're done with your little P90X shit. Like you're coming to the gym with me. So he got me into the gym and he's the whole reason that like I got into lifting and like he taught me everything I know and he's such a key element, but we would work out every day together, every fucking day. It's like he took me under his little wing and I was like his little gym buddy and he was like a big brother to me, like a big brother I never had and like a father figure, but not really. It was like a big brother and I've never had many like close guy friends when I was younger. I do now but I never really had close guy friends growing up. But Josh was like my best friend. He was like a big brother. I finally had like a male figure I could look up to and like someone to guide me and teach me things. So we were working out every day together and we had been working out together every day for like a year at this point. And we were literally like, it was part of our fucking routine. It was what we did. Like we were, we were so tight. We were best fucking friends. And even with everything going on, like with the abusive shit, like we were still so tight. It was the weirdest fucking shit. I don't understand it. Like he's dead now and he died like tragically, but he did so much fucked up shit to me, but I still care about him so much. Weird dynamic. That's not the fucking point. Leo get on track. 
So the whole thing is we worked out every day together for a year. I felt so close to him. We would do everything together. I felt like best fucking buddies. And then one day he came home from work and I was getting ready to go to the gym at the time that we usually go. And he goes, oh, Leo, like we're not working out together today. I'm going to train with somebody else. So he wasn't working out with me. And I literally like inside freaked the fuck out. Like that jealousy feeling came out like I've never fucking felt it before. Like I literally like had to like walk away and go to my room and I was like, like my chest felt so heavy. I was like pissed. I was like shaking and I was on the verge of fucking tears. Like I wanted to just fucking cry, but that was back before I could cry. Like I didn't know how to cry back then, (laughs) but like I just felt so angry and like so fucking upset. I felt betrayed. I felt heartbroken. I was like, what the fuck? Like I had a full on physical and emotional reaction that did not match the situation. He was going to work out with someone new. That's it. Like why am I acting like there's more to it? He was going to work out with someone new for a day, but I freaked the fuck out over it. Like I was so heartbroken. I felt like I lost him and I was so like freaked out. And once I became aware that my emotional reaction I was having was not like congruent with the situation at hand, I was like, what the fuck is really going on here? Because the way that I feel so abandoned and left and discarded and like hurt, like I was like, no, why the fuck do I feel like that? That doesn't make sense. It does not make sense for the situation. I get you'd be upset, sure, but like the emotional reaction I had did not make fucking logical sense. And that's when I say, when you have an emotional and physical reaction that does not match a situation, something is going on deeper. So I asked myself, I'm literally getting chills talking about this shit. I asked myself when I was like feeling upset like that, when was the last time I experienced this feeling? Because feeling states that you don't process will revisit you and revisit you and revisit you. And they'll be triggered by new situations until you fucking deal with them. So I asked myself, when was the last time I felt like this? And I immediately got like a flash of like an image of like when my aunt abandoned me. And let me give you a little background on that. So my relationship with my parents was always like rocky back and forth. I would like flip between houses all the time. But my aunt is someone who attached herself to me very young. She was like my favorite. Everybody knew I'd throw anybody under the fucking bus for her. Like I would literally kill any of them for her. Like I was so attached to her. I cared about her so fucking much. And she's been my biggest heartbreak to date of like what happened. But she never had kids and she always wanted kids. And the people she was with like couldn't have kids, whatever the fuck. So like she attached herself to me. And like I would spend every weekend with her. We were as fucking tight as you can be. Like I loved her so fucking much. And I would see her every like every day basically. And she lived like a mile away from my dad's house when I lived with him. And like, and it was summer. So like I would walk over to her house here and there because I didn't have a car. I couldn't drive. So I would just walk to her house. And randomly one day, I got the feeling of like, I should go walk over to her house. So I walk over to her house out of fucking nowhere. I didn't tell her I was coming. And I walk in the door and all of her shit is packed. And she looks like caught. And she's like, oh shit, like I wanted, I didn't, I didn't want you to find out this way. I wanted to talk to you like first. It was just a normal fucking day to me. I had no idea what was going on. So she had recently started dating a new guy. And that day when I walked in the door, I found out the next day they were planning on up and moving and leaving and going to Pennsylvania. And I lived in Florida. So walking in on that 
absolutely broke my fucking heart. Like you met a new person and now I just lost you. Like the person I felt the absolute closest to. And the way that it went with like, if I didn't walk over to that house that day, I wouldn't have gotten to say bye to her. I wouldn't have known what was going on. She was just gonna fucking leave. So when I was upset about Josh and the gym situation, and I asked when was the last time I felt this emotional reaction, it was then. It was when I was abandoned. And that is when I had that reaction. Like I felt like that all over again when Josh said he was going to work out with someone else. So the situation at hand with Josh was not that I was that upset over him going to the gym with someone else for a day. We were going to go back together the fucking next day. It was a trigger from an emotional reaction that I never processed. Like, I never truly processed the situation with my aunt leaving. Like, it literally broke my fucking heart, but I didn't know how to process my emotions back then. I don't know how to deal with it. So I just kind of, like, shut it out. And it got reflected again. And then I had the chance to process it once I knew what was going on with the whole Josh situation. So, like I said, if you have an emotional fucking reaction that does not fit the situation, something deeper is going on. There's something else being triggered. It's not about the gym situation. It was about when my aunt fucking abandoned me and I never processed it. I had to go back and reprocess it. And it was the hardest fucking shit and I had to literally relive the experience and like get myself through it. But since then, I've not had... A physical fucking reaction like that when I get jealous over something. And that's when I started having like awareness around what jealousy really is. And the whole situation with Josh, like working out with someone new, it was like the exact replica of like this person I'm very close to, they meet someone new and abandon me. It's like that situation was getting replayed in my mind and that's what got triggered. Like Josh met this new guy, he was gonna work out with him and I was immediately like abandonment comes after. Like my brain just like saw a situation and experienced something before and then overlaid it over here expecting the same result. That's why I got so fucked up over it. So just remember me saying, you're not fucked up for being jealous. You're not irrational. You're not toxic. You're not immature. You're perceiving a threat to your connection with someone. That's what jealousy is. Before we jump into what would Leo do, I just want to say, if you found this episode useful, leave this video a thumbs up. If you're listening to the audio version, leave me a five stars. But send this episode to someone that you think would benefit. And if you're the person that's dealing with someone toxic, that's like jealous all the time, now you have a better understanding of like why they feel the way that they do. They need comfort when they get jealous. They don't need you to attack them and tell them they're stupid and wrong for it. And if you are someone that's jealous and you deal with emotional shit like this all the time, or you have a situation where you just want to like run it by someone, that's why I made my Facebook community. It's a private group for all of us, like everyone that thinks like us and listen to this podcast. Like go in there and submit your situation. Like go type a fucking post and everyone in the group will like give you advice. So if you think you're being irrational, go ask for opinions from people who fucking get it. That's why we're all here. We're all there for each other. That's what the fucking group is for. So if you want to join that, my link to my private Facebook group will be in the description. So now let's jump into what would Leo do. That's where you guys write in situations you want my hot take on and my advice on. You want to see what I would do in your situation or how I would handle it. So our first situation is basically this girl is dating a guy and the guy bought another girl's OnlyFans. And she's like, should I be upset over it? But the plot thickens, bitch, because the boyfriend bought a girl's OnlyFans that he used to work with and used to, like, be friends with. That, to me, is a motherfucking problem. You're basically giving money to a bitch that you want to fuck. Why are you trying to pay to go look at someone naked? 
OnlyFans is a very sticky situation and a very sticky topic for me. Because if I'm dating somebody and you're buying someone's OnlyFans, I'm not cool with it, one. But if you buy someone's OnlyFans that you know, that's like half fucking cheating. It's not cheating, but like my brain takes it the same way. Like I look at that as disrespectful as fuck and that's weird to me and I would not be okay with it. So do not feel bad and do not second guess if you shouldn't be okay with it. Some people would be okay with it. I'm not one of them. And if you're not comfortable with it, you're not fucking wrong for it because that's very weird. That's very strange. It's like getting nudes from someone when you're in a relationship. You're just paying for them. What the fuck is that? That's so disrespectful to the person you're with. Don't force yourself to try and be cool with that shit if you're not. Don't let him try and talk you out of how you're feeling. If you don't like it, you don't fucking like it and you don't have to like it. So, oh my God, that shit pisses me off. So I have your back. Don't second guess that. And don't let him try and make you out like you're crazy or you're toxic. Okay, so be it then. So be it. <laughs> okay, so situation number two for what would Leo do is this girl's boyfriend ugh, is liking a lot of girls' pictures on Instagram. And a lot of people deal with this shit when their partner is like following a bunch of girls and like liking a bunch of their pictures and it pisses them off. So what I would do in this situation is kind of fucking manipulative, but not really. Like I would try to understand why he does it. Like I would go to him and ask, like not with like a pissy like attitude of like, why the fuck do you keep doing this shit? I would just try to understand what he gets out of it. Like what do you get out of following all these girls and liking their pictures. I would also voice it if it bothers you. Like once you understand why he does it, you'll have a better understanding of it, sure. But if it still bothers you after that, I would say that. But I really don't understand that whole like incessant need that men have to like like people's shit. I don't, I don't get it. I cannot relate to that. I don't fucking understand. But if he doesn't stop, Here's where I'm gonna hit you with what would Leo fucking do. If you say that you don't like him following a bunch of girls and liking all their pictures, and he doesn't stop and he just keeps doing it, okay, stop saying you don't like it, stop complaining, and then start doing the same shit to him. Go follow guys, go like guys' pictures, see how he fucking likes it. It takes certain people experiencing a perspective to understand it. So he's not gonna understand why you feel the way that you do until he's in it. So if the motherfucker won't cut it out, then you fucking do it right back. But if you don't want to play that petty fucking game, make it a big enough deal where like he understands that you feel it's disrespectful and you don't fucking like it. You can play that route and go the right route and like explain that it's a big deal or just do the same shit back. I would personally do the same shit back. If you're going to pretend like you don't get it, actually, if I, I wouldn't be with someone that didn't fucking get it. Like, but if you're going to pretend like you don't get it, I'm going to do the same shit back to you because you're going to learn one way or another. If me explaining it to you and how I feel is not enough for you to take it into consideration, I'm going to do the shit to you so that you have no choice. You see how it feels. It feels like shit. <laughs> okay, so our last situation is this girl has a problem with her boyfriend talking to other girls when they're out. Like she says he's very like outgoing and friendly and talks to everybody and is just like a little social fucking butterfly. But she feels jealous when he talks to other girls at the bar. Like even if it's just a conversation, she feels jealous. So... What I would do is look at in the situation with him, you know how he behaves with other people, normal people, friends, and you know how he behaves with you. So look at the way that he's interacting with this girl at the bar. Is he treating her like he treats everybody else when he's just friendly? Or is there a certain element of like being flirty with it? So just check the situation. Like is... He being consistent with how he is with everyone or is he acting a specific way to this certain girl? Because the feeling of jealousy coming up is totally fucking normal. But a way to reassure yourself is look at if he's acting the same with everybody else 
and if he's not, and it seems like it's something specific to the girl, that's when you can get concerned and bring it to his attention. But if you can see that the way he's interacting with this girl at the bar or these people or whoever is the same that he interacts with a lot of other people, you can give yourself that reassurance that there's not a real threat to worry about. Your fucking little spidey senses are always going to be up. You're always going to be aware. But if you can see that he's not giving a girl any special treatment just because he's interested, like he treats all of his friends and everybody he talks to like that, you'll be able to give yourself that peace of mind and the reassurance that there's nothing actually deeper going on. But you fully are allowed to stand up for yourself. If something does get a little too flirty for you, you can straight up just say, I don't like this. And everybody knows what's going on. That's a good way to like diffuse the situation without making it like a fight or a big fucking deal. But if the girl walks away, you can just look at him and be like, I didn't like that. And it's not causing a fight. You're not being difficult. You're not being a fucking cunt. You're not being rude. You're not out of pocket. Just saying, I didn't like that. He knows what he fucking did. He knows it made you uncomfortable. Like there's a certain way to gauge this and run this situation. But the first thing is reassure yourself. Is he acting any different way? Is he flirting? Is he being extra? Or is he just being friendly like he usually is? And then the way to handle it is like, I don't like that. Or I didn't like that. Like when the girl's there, I don't fucking like that. That's some shit I would say. And then it's like, everybody's now aware that I'm uncomfortable with it. So how are they going to act? Are they going to understand that I feel uncomfortable and stop doing it? Because if you keep fucking doing it, then it's disrespectful. You know, I'm not cool with it and you keep doing it. Now somebody's getting hit. Hmm. Maybe not promote that. That's my situation. <laughs> I'm, I probably won't hit you who I am now. I'll just dog cuss you the fuck out. I'm not going to hit you. Like violence is my last resort, but old me would have slapped the fuck out of somebody. <laughs> But that's all I got for What Would Leo Do This Week. If you want your situation to be part of a future episode, there's a link in the description where you can send in your submission of your situation and like whatever you're dealing with and whatever you want my advice and my hot take on. It's completely anonymous, so don't stress about that. But like I said, if you enjoyed this video, make sure to share it with someone. Like post it to your story on Instagram. Because like I love when you guys post to your story because then I get to post it. <laughs> also, the link to my private Facebook group will be in the description. Just click the link and join it. And if you want to get a copy of my accountability worksheets, like the little worksheets I make myself to stay productive, and consistent and disciplined and motivated and all that and how I like break down my tasks and what I need to do and make it easy like my diet plan and all that like how I diet very easily if you want copies of any of those worksheets about how I like get myself in check I'll also link those in the description you can download them and finally if you want to download my app positive focus it's an app that sends you positive notifications throughout the day like just positive little messages that are going to like guide your attention into like a more positive direction and like flip you out of whatever negative shit that you're in. So the link for that will also be in the description. It's available for iPhones and Androids. But that's all I got for this episode. Please leave it a thumbs up if you liked it. And like I said before, leave me a five-star rating, please. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for watching and I will talk to you next Sunday.